What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger Tips number 449 here on Thursday, April 13th. Well, we are zooming through the month. Uh, let's get started. So the big story today um, apparently is they caught the guy who leaked these classified documents. I got to be honest, I really haven't been paying attention to this story because I don't give a shit about the war in Ukraine or whatever. But you apparently know something about this. So tell me what's going on. A little bit. Basically, you know, remember like when all these Russian generals are getting picked off? And everyone like assumed, like there was heavy speculation that we were helping the Ukrainians. Well, obviously we were. And now we have like that evidence. These documents showed, you know, ex- how we have it, you know, infiltrated the Kremlin military network extensively. Mm-hmm. And, and we're relaying that information to the Ukrainians regarding troop movements and, and, and whatnot. So not really a shock. I mean, given the fact that, I mean, even on the ground there, Russia doesn't have any secure comms. So even Ukrainians can listen into to what's happening through, you know, just simple electronic surveillance. But I mean, th- there's that. There's also some uh, information about how like we're spying on like South Korea and Israel and the UK, which really isn't shocking. We all spy on each other. But, uh, you know, as people know, there's a difference between, you know, it being an open secret and then having like detailed briefs about it. So it's kind of awkward. Yeah. <laughs> It just goes hand in hand with like the Biden administration not being able to like keep shit secure. <laughs> gotcha. Well, yeah, I mean, they're a total disaster. Earlier today, um, yeah. uh, Biden apparently said that he wasn't concerned about it. And I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently they caught this guy. At least that's what they announced just a little bit ago. Um, it's like a 21 year old Air National Guardsman or something like that. But, yeah, so I'm I'm really not too worried about uh, this, I guess, but it it worries me more that the president's not worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and then like it went undetected for weeks. Right, right. Weeks. It was online for weeks. Like no, and then like the Pentagon's like, well, we're gonna have to you know really double down on perusing social media platforms, including you know other dark net stuff. I'm just like, I thought that I just assumed that we were just doing that already. <laughs> apparently yeah, not yeah, that, that's the other concerning thing is that this like the pentagon just did not realize this was even out there so really makes you feel safe does it not yeah right and then and threading you know the the, the extra stitch in all this is the fact that biden is in ireland and he left a folder of sensitive materials out in the open <laughs> oh yeah well yeah he <laughs> so. And and the Secret Service also like lost the security plan for the day in the fucking streets of Belfast. Oh, um, yeah, so it's you know we all kind of joke about like that a London has fallen series. You know yeah. what? Given these breaches, um, <laughs> that could probably happen. <laughs> well, the whole administration is just such a mess. It's uh-huh. it's uh-huh. a chaotic mess. And remember, we were told the adults were going to be in charge, but it's anything but. And it's only going to get worse. So happy, yeah. happy Thursday. Yeah. Um, so Trump uh, had a Fox News interview with Tucker Carlson, which has gotten a lot of attention. Um, but apparently he was doing asked about the Nord Stream pipeline explosion and who he thinks was behind it. Take a listen. Who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline? Um, I don't want to get our country in trouble, so I won't answer it. But uh, 
I can tell you who it wasn't was Russia. Yeah. How about when they blamed Russia? You know, they said Russia blew up their own pipeline. You got a kick out of that one, too. It wasn't Russia. Uh, so I won't answer the question because I don't want to get our country yeah. any deeper than they already are. Oh, what a surprise. I mean, we've yeah. been saying this for a long time. Uh, <laughs> cl- clearly, we did this. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind. And because no one else is really capable of pulling off an operation like that. Yeah. Also, if you look at the details, like we just happened to be doing exercises in that specific location <laughs> like a day before so that the yeah. dive team could get in there and plant the bombs, like yeah. get out of here. <laughs> because remember, in early 2022, Joe Biden gave away the whole plan. Take a listen. If uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What, do, what how will you how will you do that? Exactly, since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will. Uh, I promise you we'll be able to do it. I mean, I will transmit this to Vladimir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just great. Um, all right. So the other day, remember I mentioned Mitch McConnell, and I was like, "Where's Mitch?" Yeah, where is Mitch? Well, now we get news that apparently uh, he's reportedly preparing for potential retirement. Oh wow! So there's a few things here. One, this would set off a chain of events that could really shake things up. And because as much as I dislike Mitch, I don't really want him to fully retire. I'd rather him go the Diane Feinstein, uh, Uncle Bernie route and just stick in the seat as long as he possibly can. Because if he... Now, he could resign from being leader, right? But he shouldn't resign from being uh, a senator. And the reason for that being that Kentucky's governor is a Democrat and yeah. would appoint a new senator to uh, fill that seat for a certain period of time. Now there's certain date cutoffs, right? So I'm pretty sure that if he, I think if he resigns really soon, there might be a special election either this year um, or early next year in the primaries. Like they might do a, a general Senate election during the primaries or something like that. But I'm not sure exactly how that'll work. Remember, we had that same thing with John McCain. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, yeah. There are certain date cutoffs, right? But I think if he if he sticks around a little longer, like into the summer, then someone would be appointed. But then they would have the full primary process and a special general election next year in 24 because his seat's not up until 26. Yeah. So I'm assuming that he's thinking of this. I would have to believe that he's thinking of this. I mean, it's a little bit different because it wouldn't flip control of the Senate, but it would give the Democrats another seat. So that's a problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want uh, that. Then the other level of this is it's going to set off a power cool. vacuum fight inside of the Republican conference. And people are already angling for this 
And unfortunately, it's the worst people angling for this. Uh, John Cornyn, okay, yeah. sucks. Heir apparent. Who, <laughs> who stabbed us in the back on gun control yeah. and immigration. I mean, the list goes on and on, okay? He'd be worse than Mitch McConnell. Way worse than Mitch McConnell. Then you have uh, Thune, who's okay-ish, but still... I thought he was going to retire, like, years ago. Yeah, well, he's been hanging around just for a rainy day like this. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, I, you know, I'd rather, much rather him than Cornyn, but I'm yeah. still not the biggest fan of him. Like, I don't think that would be an upgrade, for sure. Um, and then you got Barrasso, who nobody really knows who he is, but he's an establishment old guy, just like McConnell. Um, but I'd say a little bit more liberal, maybe, even though he comes from like Wyoming or Montana or one of those fucking desolate states. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're really not in a great position there. Um, all of the firebrand conservatives who I would love to see probably would not be able to get the votes needed. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I I, I mean, we kind of mentioned this, you know, a few months ago. It's like, well, if it's not, I mean, Cornyn is like has been groomed to be like the heir to mm -hmm. this position for years. Right. He, and that's why he's been sticking around. Everyone, it's the biggest open secret in D.C., but his past votes have been terrible. Yeah. So after that, who, who I mean, who can who can corral that caucus? I don't see Thune doing it or Barrasso mm -hmm. or you know, anybody. We don't have a deep bench. Yeah. I mean, I like I like Mike Lee, but I, I don't think that caucus will get behind him. You know, no. how, you how, how, how Schumer and Reed command their caucuses, right? I mean, we don't have that body after Cornyn, so it's like... Well, Republicans right? don't know how to stick together anyway. That's one thing that really Trump was 100% right about when he used to say that all the time. I'm uh, shocked your, your friend Tom Tillis isn't going to... Uh, I was just about to say, uh, I bet what? you that fucking asshole Tom Tillis will think that he can run for it. Uh, you read my mind from 300 <laughs> miles away. That was, that was perfect. Uh, I think that... Uh, <laughs> I think that the people I would like to see in the job, uh, the Rand Pauls, the Tom Cottons... You know, it, really anybody more conservative than any of the people being mentioned, I, I just don't think that they'll be able to get the votes. Maybe I'm wrong, because remember, Rick Scott ran as the protest candidate, and he got, what, 10 or 11 votes or something like that. So those votes will be key. Now, I'm not saying I want it to be Rick Scott, because I can't stand him either, because <laughs> um, he fucking cost us the Senate last year. So yeah. And he's had worse gun control votes than, than Cornyn. You know, yeah, so as governor, as governor, but still, it's on his record. We're definitely not in a great position, which is a byproduct of the way that Mitch McConnell ruled was to always cut out the legs of anybody who would potentially challenge him, which led to us or leads to us not really having a bench of suitable leadership candidates. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, that's going to be interesting for sure. Um, what else we got going on? NPR and PBS are still uh, bitching. They got their panties in a bunch. Maybe they're. You have you heard the new the new uh, trans fad? Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> but ironically, Bud Light did lose about seven billion in market. No, really, about a week. No, I'm talking about how these dudes who think they're women, mentally ill, and think they're women. 
<laughs> in order to simulate a period, what oh, they do. Uh, Have you heard this? No. So what they're doing, and you're going to really enjoy this one. They're taking tomato paste and freezing it and then shoving it up there or whatever. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> oh! <laughs> and it's undetermined whether they're shoving it up their ass or their fake front, you know, wound, whatever oh, yeah. they're doing there. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just, the, it's never ending how fucking outrageous this mental illness is. And people are encouraging this. And it's like, well, you see the new Dylan Mulvaney thing, uh, Tampax. Has, oh, God. I'm like, well, he doesn't have a vagina. <laughs> and even once he gets the fake hole in December, it's not going to bleed. So <laughs> I, I just, uh, th- this stuff is really, it, it, it's so out of control. And I don't, I, I don't see how it stops at this point. I think it's only going to get further, further and further outrageous. And the women don't seem, you know, real women don't seem to be interested in like fighting back against it, except for a few, you know, like Riley Gaines and a few other people. Yeah, but you're uh, risking like the lynch mobs coming after you. Well, you know, they did the J.K. Rowling was one of the first ones, and she got crucified. Yeah. You know, I still think she's an extremely powerful voice in that, but like that that really set the tone and example for for women to be like, well, if someone as powerful as J.K. Rowling gets canceled, I don't stand a chance. Yeah, to a certain, I mean, she's still, I mean, she's a billionaire. I don't think she really got Well, yeah, no, no, no. She, like, right, but it doesn't, she, she can do that because it doesn't matter. She doesn't need to work another day. Riley Gaines will be, like, canceled, you know? Yeah, well, she kind of already has been. I mean, I'm sure some conservatives will take her in and, and, you know, give her a job or whatever or a commentatorship or something like that but like you know normal people don't have that uh flexibility no they don't and that's that's part of the 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 tool chest of weapons that the left uses against us is because of that and they know that yeah so yeah they had the media to to fire the missiles i mean it's just they uh, you know one less than one percent of that population can has like you know all the cultural you know behind them it's very hard to fight back against that yep yep what else so listen to this right i'm sure everybody a decent amount of people have seen this right now with i always i always kind of maybe wonder if everybody who listens to this show is on twitter or not um i think maybe a good amount are just because of how you know it is in politics but so basically Elon Musk labeled all these publishers uh, government-funded, right? That includes PBS, NPR, BBC, and a few other. So a BBC reporter decided to just stop by Twitter headquarters, right? (laughs) Yeah. Basically, his plan of action was, I'm going to stop by and offer Elon Musk an interview, and he was expecting him to just totally deny it. And then he was going to use that to make him look bad in a piece, right? Yeah. Well, Elon did not deny it. And he said, sure, come on in. Let's sit down. We'll do it live on Twitter. <laughs> and this reporter clearly was totally caught off guard by that, totally unprepared. And 
Elon Musk just made him look totally foolish. This uh, BBC North America tech reporter, James Clayton. Why don't you take a listen to this clip where Clayton said that Twitter is just full of hateful content since Elon took over, right? Well, Elon said, well, why don't you name an example? And this guy could not. Uh, take a listen to this smackdown. I'm, saying, well, I'm just curious. What you, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con content. And I'm asking for specific examples. Um, and if, and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me, you've asked me whether my feed, whether it's got less or more. It, I'd say it's got slightly more. That's what I'm asking for examples. Can, right. you, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't. Use, I, I, honestly, you I don't. You can't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why, because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore, because I, I just don't particularly like it. But you and said actually, a lot of people, a lot of people are quite similar. I, I, I only, well, well, I only look well, at my, on a second. My you said you've seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example, not even one. I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. And I, well, I, then I how did you see that hateful content? content? Because I've been, I've been using, I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the you, for you hateful content. And I'm asking for one example. Right. And, and I, you can't I, give us a single one. And, and, and I'm saying, I, I, then I, I say, sir, that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful con content, not even one tweet, and yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well, that's a false. No, what I claimed, you just lied. What no, no, what I claim was. Uh, there are many uh, organizations that say that that kind of information is on the rise. Now, whether whether it has on Give my feed or example. not, I mean, I, right, and Literally you can, can something one. like the, the uh, Strategic Dialogue uh, Institute in the, U, in the UK, they will say that. So you, they, Look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example, and you can't name one. <laughs> that was absolutely, I mean, and, and the whole thing, it, it, it really, it was like a, maybe an hour or longer and the thing that was really astounding to me is so normally when someone's getting interviewed right by the press, the interviewee is normally the one to be like, OK, let's wrap this up. Like I got, you know, I got things to do. Elon was not that. In fact, many times when the reporter wanted to either end or move on or anything like that, Elon was like, no, 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 let's let's keep going. Let's dive into this further. And the reporter was just so uncomfortable. And then Elon Musk took live questions in the Twitter space for like, <laughs> like a half hour, a half hour after the reporter had even left. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is the left thing is, oh, Twitter is dying and Elon is ruining Twitter. Well, the numbers don't exactly prove that. Uh, in fact, they prove the opposite. So I was looking at some of these stats. Daily active users is at all time highs on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He essentially got rid of 80% of the staff, right? Because they were yeah. useless. Twitter is still running. It's not dead. You know, it doesn't, you know, it has tech issues every now and then, but every tech company has issues every now and then. And now with his new uh, subscription cash flow, the company, instead of losing $3 billion, is now basically even. Oh, okay. Well, things are... Uh, yeah, so apparently that qualifies as ruining Twitter. Um, I well, don't they can't They can't censor us anymore. So that's, yeah, that's exactly that's what it deep. is. Yep. Um, what else? This Tennessee shit is just like out of control. <laughs> Have you been following this? Yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Did you see the, the clip of 
this guy, Justin Pearson, right, who's this Tennessee representative. So someone went back and dug up his campaign video for student body president at his college and then compared it to what he sounds like now. And they put it together as a comparison. Take a take a listen to this clip. Justin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? I want to do this by partnering with organizations from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. Seemed like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win, but all that was good news for us. I don't know how long this Saturday in the state of Tennessee might last, but oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. So he basically went from a wannabe white guy, right? Because, because remember, in, in the black community, that's a big like no no. It's a big no no to you know to want to sound like a white person, right? And then he went from that to being a knockoff wannabe Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, this is just such an act. And, and then they reinstated all these people because I guess there is a way to do that. I'm not yeah. really. I don't, I, don't, council. I don't understand either, but yeah. I think now there's still there's still going to be special elections. They can be yes. seated, but they can't be on committees. So I, I don't know. It's 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 weird over there. Yeah. Well, and then there was an incident where this guy was like blocking a car or traffic or something. And then the they let the white lady stay which i'm not <laughs> i'm not really sure why given that she might be more retarded than the other two this lady gloria johnson who is a very uh, handsome woman oh my god uh, and not handsome at all actually um so in the past she said that saying let's go brandon is the equivalent of burning the us flag and has said that North Korea has more democracy than the United States. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, a fucking she, she said that as the votes as the expulsion votes are about to begin. Mother mm-hmm. Jones was there, a notable left wing magazine. And she's like, okay, but the fact she stayed and the other two guys left sparked the race debate. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I <laughs> I'm not a big fan of moral victories. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what really what, what what it was because I'm pretty sure the Tennessee Republican Party knew that Nashville Council was going to like reinstate these guys. Yeah, yeah. What happened on a smaller scale was January 6th, and you know what? If 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 expelling these troublemakers was like you know the the only option we can do regarding accountability, then so be it. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. But they got some stones. At least the Tennessee GOP has more stones than the fucking National Republican Party. I think. Oh, that's so, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was talking. We were talking about that in the office uh, with some of our coworkers. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries apparently is under fire now for it, it. This is digging back quite a little bit, but he in 1992 he wrote that black conservatives are just like slaves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's the same old thing that you know if you if you don't align with the Democrats and you're black, you know, to quote Joe Biden, you ain't black. But I I don't understand how like 
the Democrats just totally get away with this shit. Like, can you imagine if the if this happened on the opposite side? Like, this would be wall to wall news coverage right now. Yeah. yeah, but it's not because it's 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 it's, it's Mr. Jeffries. So, yeah, he's another uh, uh, Louis Farrakhan wannabe. Yeah. Um, because his uncle actually, Leonard Jeffries. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. Uh, was a big time. Uh, Louis Farrakhan uh, friend and fan. Oh, really? The man. Oh, a, a very notable anti. You know, the Jews are termites, and Hitler was great, and all that. That was that's that's Farrakhan, and that's uh, that's his uncle. So, <laughs> um, Diane Feinstein's under fire to retire. Kind of mentioned that earlier a little bit. Um, even from Democrats, which I find interesting. Mostly California Democrats, which signals to me that they all just want her seat. Yeah. <laughs> like Rokana. I'm like, yeah, okay, well. Yeah, we all see, yeah. I mean, we, we see what you're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. They think that she's going to be a roadblock for the confirmation of some judicial nominees because she's always like, she's not around. Yeah. Yep. Let's see, 2024 stuff. So the uh, Tim Scott uh, apparently is announcing his run for president. It, it, for me, it was similar to. Does anybody hear a tree falling in the woods if nobody gives a fuck? <laughs> um, that was basically what happened there. Um, Trump still up big in the polls. We have DeSantis uh, kind of falling off. It's going to be very interesting to see. DeSantis is still doing his book tour, which he's under a lot of fire for because there was a disaster down in Fort Lauderdale where they got like 20 inches of rain in six hours and there was major flooding and he's kind of uh, MIA today because he apparently he's in Ohio on the book tour or something like that or Iowa or something like that, which, you know, is being driven by the Trump online agitator team. But I actually tend to agree with them on this that Knowing that this disaster was happening, DeSantis should have canceled his trip. So probably, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of politics one hundred and one. When a disaster is affecting your people, especially as a governor, uh, you don't leave the state. So I think that's a that's an unforced error on his part. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Anything else on twenty twenty four? You're watching. <sighs> oh, we got yeah. eight of fever. Oh, he's a fever. Yeah, I know exactly. That talk about like not even hearing a, a tree fall. Yeah, that was more like a branch, and nobody like gave a twig. I know. Yeah, like a little uh, acorn falling. No one, no one gave a shit. Um, I, I don't think there's really. I mean, Trump's going to be the front runner for the foreseeable future until you know, and you know, we'll, we'll have to revisit this until after December. Mm-hmm. Next court hearing is. He's not. He's not going to. You know, decline in the polls at this point. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. But DeSantis is going to have to make his decision much before that. That's really the next inflection point in the race. I mean, everything's pointing to he's going to run, right? But I still think that there is a, you know, not not a greater than 50% chance, but certainly, you know, I'd say even 25% chance that he's going to decide, yeah, this is not worth, uh, I will walk barring myself. Yeah over because there's just no chance so i'm a young guy i can run again right you know i yep. and, you know at his age he can run multiple times 
Oh, for sure. For sure. So why, you know, why everybody, and he knows everybody, look at everyone who's ran against Trump in 16. They're they're they're, they're not viable or they're not seen as viable and they are staying the hell away. Yeah. And they are also were exposed as being just completely unqualified for the position. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe, um, you know, I, I, I think he's looking to that donor base and he's seeing it, you know, degrade tremendously since the indictment news. And, you know, I, I think he might, I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't, if he decides to sit it out and yeah. we have another, another Trump nominee candidacy, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, so uh, I do actually find it interesting that nobody from 2016 is running. And I think that, you know, your point to that is very true. So I think that's going to play into DeSantis's decision for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. What do we got here? The Biden gaffe of the day. So we should preface this with with telling the people that we're not making this up. Like, I know we make we have fun with like the body double and Joe Biden being dead. But this, this actually. No, no, no. Yeah, this happened. This happened. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it know, reads it, like it reads like an SNL script, but it actually. Happened. Well, yeah. So Biden is in Ireland, right? Let's lay the land here. He's at, somewhere outside. And there's a crowd. There's a crowd of uh, kids and people. Um, he's with his son, Hunter. Uh, Hunter is apparently running uh, interference for him now on official White House state visits. Uh, but that's an issue for another day. So this is exactly from the White House transcript. Okay. So Joe Biden says, quote, I learned that a long time ago. There was a guy named Jesse Helms from South Carolina, from North Carolina, South Carolina. (laughs) Then Hunter Biden chimes in North, back to Joe, North Carolina. And he was a very conservative guy who was very, very, not very crazy about African-Americans when he got here. (laughs) He was all, we always had fights. (laughs) (laughs) so that happened and then there was this where uh i I couldn't i had to go back and and like i saw this in in here on the on the site and i was like wait a second he really said this i had to go back and listen to the audio we got the audio for here for you so Biden was meeting with embassy families and firefighters in Dublin. Uh, the president was asked by one child in the crowd about his tips for success, right? Now, mm-hmm. keep that in mind as you're listening to this, right? Tips for success. Roll that clip, Mr. Producer. Yeah, he's got a question. What's your, what's your question? What's the top of success? Well, making sure that we don't all have COVID. What, what, what are you talking about? Hunter Biden had to step in and help his dad understand the question. I mean, this just took my percentage of Joe Biden running again down 10%. Like, this guy clearly is fucked. And I, I just don't think there's any chance he can run again at this point. Maybe that's why he's bringing Hunter with him on these trips and just not even giving a fuck. Hunter Biden's been all over the White House lately, by the way. Hunter Biden's the president. <laughs> that could be. 
Um, but maybe he Joe realizes he's not going to run and he just doesn't give a shit. And he's like, okay, well, here we go. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me. And then if he doesn't run, it's going to be a bloodbath because Kamala is going to try to get everything's, in there. Everything's wide open. <laughs> yeah. The, the unfortunate thing for Kamala is there's not one single person whose dick she could suck to get the nomination. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, Go back and go back and read the history, folks. That's exactly how she got her first job in politics. Um, <laughs> a lot of people never believed that, but that is a hundred percent factual. <laughs> and she only won that race by like, I think a hundred votes. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, there don't don't let ever, anyone ever tell you that uh, sucking some dick doesn't put your head in life. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. I hey, think everyone needs the D. You know, vitamin D. Like that commercial. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Cannabis commercial. I'm 65 years old. I didn't know I still needed the D. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. I think that's enough for today. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm traveling here, so. Um. But just to repeat the announcement that we made on Tuesday show coming up starting next week, there will be some advertising on Triggered. Uh, all advertisers are approved by me. I'll be reading them so they won't be trash. But if you want to avoid those, all of our VIPs who are listening to Triggered Uncensored will be fully ad-free. So if you want to stay ad-free and get Triggered Uncensored, which money-back guarantee, I promise you will love it. Nobody has ever asked for their money back. So we're, we're batting a 1,000 here. Uh, so if you want to become a Town Hall VIP and get Triggered Uncensored, go to townhallvip.com. Use the promo code WITCHHUNT for 50% off. We're still running that promotion. 50% off WITCHHUNT at townhallvip.com. And then you can go to uh, the podcast section on townhall.com, and then you'll be able to access Triggered Uncensored. And there's a way that tells you how you can get it in your phone app as well. Um, so uh, and if you have any issues, uh, email me, triggered at townhall.com. We'd be happy to help you get uh, signed up and or set up with Triggered Uncensored. So. Uh, we love you all, and we will be back here on Tuesday. Tax yeah. day. Yeah, well, I already filed mine. So, uh, I'm not paying my taxes. I'm on the Paul Manafort plan, not paying taxes. You, now they're definitely coming after you. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I pay my. T- I always pay my. T- I follow the law. I always follow. The law. <laughs> yeah, we pay more taxes than we even need to. You know. <laughs> um. All right, we'll be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Trigger. See you then.